And welcome to a special edition of the MDM Podcast, Hockey Preview 2019-2020. Today I'm joined by the normal co-host, Robert and Nick, and then a new addition, Gianni. Welcome aboard. Nice to meet you. Nice to be here. We know each other. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. I might have found him on the street, but we we none of us are here. Gave him like a little quiz and it looked easier now. And we're going to preview the 2019-2020 season, go over the off-seasons of the three local teams, also the other free agents, and then at the end we'll do over-unders and um, the current state of the NHL with the salary cap and, and the new officials deal. So we'll get into all of that. So we'll start with our New York Rangers because the three of us, excluding Robert, do support the red, white, and blue. And you can ask any scout, you can ask any executive, you can ask any fan, the Rangers had the best offseason of any NHL team and one of the best offseasons they've true. had in their franchise history. Oh, without question. And who they've been able to brought in. We're going to go down the line of guys they brought in and how they're going to contribute. But to start, Artemi Panarin from the Columbus Blue Jackets, seven years, $81.5 million. Absolutely. What a guy he's going to be on this team. I mean, uh, everything he brings to this team, he's a game-breaker kind of person. Everything he, he does on the ice. Uh, you see guys like Capo Caco playing for the Finnish League and how he, his puck control is. Artemi Panarin is the official version of that in the NHL. And, and we're going to get to Capo. And we're forgetting this, how, how young this guy is and how he's going to be able to build, build with these guys and develop with these guys and help some of the younger guys develop into NHL superstars. And this deal made a ton of sense. And they were able to outbid every other team, including their little brother, the New York Islanders, who Panarin took young uh, less money to get here. I think that's extraordinary. And he wants to be under the lights in the garden and he wants to win a, a Stanley Cup here. I mean, I believe like our team, like it primarily attracts people with the whole environment. Like Panarin wanted to be in the city and Capo Caco is going on about, oh, I really like the city. I think what's called. <laughs> I just arrived in New York. Wow, it's a nice city. Pardon me. It's a nice, yeah, there we go. And um, in addition, like you said, Johnny, they drafted Capo Caco second overall. And kind of uh, just showing how you can do tanking the right way. They dropped down from six to two in the draft lottery, able to take this Capo Caco guy number two. And he's already looking great in the preseason. He's able to move the puck really Absolutely. quick, uh, good pass to the point. And quite frankly, I don't want to be a little biased. They will have the Islander fan uh, ask about this too. <laughs> Is Capo Caco better than Jack Hughes? I've seen a lot from Capo Caco, and I've seen a lot from Jack Hughes, especially over the first few games of the preseason. Uh, Hughes definitely has a better team built around him at this point in terms of offense and, and defense. But um, I, I, at this point, yeah, I would say Jack Hughes is still the better player. But I, I that doesn't understand Caco at, at all. I so in a, in a one-on-one fight, who's winning? Hughes. I would say Caco in a one-on-one. But, uh, but definitely Hughes in a, in a team scenario. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And you can go down the line with all these Rangers. Jacob Truba from Winnipeg and also extended for seven years, $56 million. When I was getting ready for this podcast and I realized that a lot of these guys are being built on these long contracts for the same amount of years. And it hit me that... Jeff Gorton and all his 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 um his slaves want <laughs> his slaves want these guys to develop and feel secure with each other with the same amount of years. They're going to grow up and develop with each other, and I think it's a ma- I think it's a master plan. And we have to give credit to Jeff Gorton and John Davidson Absolutely. with everything he's been able to do here. I think uh, what they're doing now is similar to what Glenn Sather did. 
back when he was acquiring guys like Ryan McDonough or, or Chris Kreider to, to uh, build up his core. He's building a core for his team and making the young players grow around them. And I think that's probably one of the best things you can do in the NHL at this point. And maybe you want to say anything right now. So I saw you move around. You're okay. No, right You're okay. Now. All right. So I do want to uh, do one more thing with the Rangers. Pavel Buchnevich also gets two years, six five, uh, six point five million. And just last night, Tony D'Angelo, I did this holdout, mm-hmm. and is now on the team. Uh, I don't know what he was doing with the holdout. Mm-hmm. I th- I th- he's in a position where he should be holding out because I mean he's the, the Rangers' sixth defenseman. Uh, unless you're bringing up Brendan Smith, which really what is he done an here? option. What has he done here? Um, I mean, he had a great season last year. He did. Uh, he did. Uh, he was. He was really admirable on the blue line. He had some bad defensive plays here and there, but overall he was getting into the play looking like an offensive defenseman, which is kind of what the Rangers need right now because you have Brady Shea, who's a two-way defender. You're bringing up Adam Fox, Jacob Truba, Tony D'Angelo. You're bringing that offensive side to the defense, which is what we need because last year was was a train wreck. And the clock is now ticking on Adam Fox. It's only a matter of time before he shows up at the Garden. When do you guys expect him to be here? I'm expecting him to come up and, you know, show show off what he's got. I think he's an easy easy write-in for for, uh, opening night. He's been been playing a few preseason games. He's been doing well. But uh, if if he really wants to show himself, I think they're going to get him in on opening night. And he's played a little bit in preseason, hasn't uh, been bad. And all around, I'm just excited for what this team is going to be able to do this year and the years coming up. And I've never been excited for a mediocre year more than this, just because of what everything's going to happen now. Everybody has so much to prove this year, and I think that's what makes it so exciting. You have kids like Howden and Anderson and Heedle, who last year had mediocre years. They were getting used to the NHL. Leah Anderson had a huge offseason. Uh, according to Quinn, he changed his entire regimen, his diet. Turn, turning himself into that that third or, or second line center that we really need. Heedle's just going to improve more. He's going to have some more confidence. And how did I mean the ceiling is is nowhere but up at that point. And that's another thing. I'm also looking this year for more development from David Quinn. How's he going to work with these new additions and some of the stars they brought in with Panarin and Truba? How is he going to adjust and be able to coach these guys and kind of guide the younger guys into becoming these NHL stars that we want them to be. Right. He did a pretty good job last year. You saw down the stretch the games the Rangers needed to be losing. Zabanajan and, and uh, all the rest of them, they were still playing hard. And Absolutely. he was te- he was telling them, we got to get the better draft pick, but play hard. Show think, them what you got. I think something that he does well is that he keeps confidence in his team and he makes players work for those positions. I, he... he openly said Buchnevich will be in the starting lineup on the first line if Capo Caco is not ready. He is not the type of coach that will give a player a first line uh, re- position because That's right. You have to earn his respect. To has, get... You have to earn his respect. Mm-hmm. You need to earn that time on the ice. And, and that I, and that's what's also about him. I think that's just going to help leagues and leagues away because, I mean, you saw with guys like Hedil, Howden, and Anderson, they weren't doing well so last year. Uh, they were struggling a bit, but if they didn't play them – he was just letting them sit on the sidelines. You know, they need to improve their game in other ways. They could only get better. Right. There's there's, there's no way I see any of them regress this year. And I think David Quinn is a large part in that because of his coaching style. Now, do you guys have anything else you want to about the Rangers before we move on? Nick, Robert. All right. So, Robbie, you're on my left. I do want to show you real quick. You can see the difference in size of my Rangers list and my Islanders list. Right. The Islanders list... It's much shorter, and that pretty much sums up their offseason because uh, they they were sleeping. They were sitting on their hands this entire offseason. I'm not didn't do too much to improve their squad. Right. I'm not going to say that they 
didn't have a productive offseason. It was. Um, I wouldn't say that either. They, right. they they locked up Brock Nelson. He took a he took a pay cut actually to uh, stay there for another six years. Jordan Everly resigned. He opted in to stay with the Islanders. Uh, they uh, locked up their captain Andrews Lee for another seven. That's years. That's what I have. Seven years, yep. 40, 49 million. I think. I think it's forty nine million. Right. And he's going to be one of the best offensive players on the team. He's got to they, step yeah. up. He's he's the leader of the team. You can't let him go like that. If they let him go, the team wasn't going anywhere. And <laughs> if you ask me, I think they needed a little more to help this guy around the first line. They yeah. didn't. Their biggest problem in the playoffs last year was their offense, their defense, and goaltending. We'll get to the goaltending in a second. Right. I can I can go on about that for days. But their biggest problem with the team in the playoffs, they weren't scoring enough points throughout the entire regular season. Mm-hmm. So. They didn't do too much. They brought they brought in Derek Broussard, Josh Hosang, Anthony Bavilia came back in, and they also drafted eighteen year old Simon Holstrom, who is mm-hmm. a right winger from Sweden. He's not going to get much ice time this year. He's going to be back in Sweden. Not, yeah, but uh, not that high of a selection. You probably won't see him for a little while. But Islanders are an interesting team this year because again, they didn't do much, and they still have these expectations to be a good team. They still right. look like a very productive team, even yeah. though they, they had those losses in Laner and, uh, and uh, who, who's the other guy? Oh, well, they didn't take They lost Philpola. And Philpola. Mm-hmm. I think they even though they lost a lot, they, they still have a lot of expectations this year because of, you know, they still have a young core. They have guys like Barzal and uh, Bavillier have nowhere to go but up at this point. Um, and they, they can really prove themselves as, you know, some of the, the top players yeah. in the league at this point. I agree. And, and I'd like, and the, oh, sorry, I'd like to also add on about like the whole, like if we do talk about the goalie situation, <laughs> we will. I think, second. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, lead us into it. Go, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Varlamov actually looked pretty good. I mean, the Islanders are starting the preseason off three, you know, Varlamov has been outstanding in the preseason. Surprisingly, with Derek Brassard, yeah. and if you ask me, additions right if, there. If you ask me before the before the preseason, I thought it was an awful move to bring back Leonard, who I mean, looked looked awesome last year. Yeah. I didn't understand oh, how oh, they yeah. couldn't no. lock him. And for the t- for the team contract he signed this year of only five million for a year. Yeah, I don't know how you don't bring him back. I, I think it was because they were trying to offer Panera more money, and they ended up losing him too. So they ended up missing out on both of them. Right. And like we said, they offered Panarin more money. And Panarin would have been awesome they, on this team. They had to wait to sign Panarin to get Leonard back, probably. And there's really oh, there's really nothing you can do about it. With, with Listen, they, they, you can't say they didn't spend the money. You can't say they didn't try. Right. They went out and they, they failed. They he, offered. Did, he didn't want to play here. Yeah, they offered. He wanted to be under the lights in the garden. You can't do anything about that. Right. But with Volmov uh, coming in four years, $20 million to replace Leonard. Uh, I'll take it. I'll First, I was upset, but like Nick said, he's doing, he's had good doing years. pretty good this year. He's had good years. He's doing well like in the preseason. I think Barry Trotz is going to transform him like he transformed Leonard. And that's also what I had down here because it's Barry Trotz's second year. Mm-hmm. And listen, no doubt in my mind he's going to continue being the great coach he is. Mm-hmm. And him, uh, Barry Trotz being there is one of the reasons I still think this Islander team has a ways to go. Yeah. I think without Barry Trotz, they're not a team. They're not a playoff team. Right. They're they're right down there in the, in the they're rolling out the tanks. But Barry Trotz there is the reason last year why they made the playoffs. He was able to come in, show up the defense and goaltending, and you kind of this is you just disassembled the goaltending situation. I didn't understand mm-hmm. it, but Volmov's doing good, and you know as Islanders, you can prove us wrong. I think of anyone on that team, I think Trotz has the best chance to improve this year out of any player because <laughs> he has the most to prove this year. He yeah, has no, to show yeah. what he can do with this. It team. wasn't a fluke. You got to show no, it wasn't a fluke exactly. 
Also, did he get the Jack Adams trophy? Right? He won that trophy. I think he yeah, did. He, he did. did. He did. Yeah. Top did coach too. in the NHL. Anything else in the Islanders? Mm, that's uh, all. Yeah. I, I think they're going to do well. I mean, oh, uh, have you heard anything about Wallstrom? I know you have. You guys have a few prospects in the pipeline. Uh, two, two years ago, they took uh, this kid, Oliver Wallstrom. I think he was 16th. He was a kid that on the Rangers I was hoping they would get. He's a very strong uh, two-way center, but um, I was uh, concerned when the Islanders took him. I haven't least. heard. No? I think no. he's in um, AHL. Is he in the AHL still? I think so. I haven't same? heard much. Oliver Walsh. Yeah, let's get some Google out here. So while you guys Google that, we're not going to spend oh, much time oh. on the New Jersey Devils because why would we? <laughs> he's on the Islanders. Bet 54. He's, oh, he's, he's – is he on the team, like, or is he still in the? Development? Well, there's. I'll take a look. Actually, no, I think he might be on the. Uh, he might be in um, Bridgeport. Yeah, yeah last say. year he played in Boston College in Bridgeport. This year he's probably How in is Bridgeport. It? Uh, I think he's nineteen or twenty. Ooh, he is I like that. I like, 19, the 19, yeah. mm-hmm. I like that. And he's a center, and again, the biggest problem with offense. He comes in, you fix him up. So, mm-hmm. so nothing else on the Islanders. You guys no, no. Nope. Right, so let's go right to the Devils, who had a. Another pretty productive offseason. You could say the number two offseason of any team. Bringing yeah. in P.K. Subban from Nashville. And it was kind of just meant to be because no other team wanted him and his three mil- three year, uh, three years, $9 million left on his contract. And uh, I think it's going to solidify the defense a little bit. He's up there in age, but the veteran on the line will you know, kind of guide the younger guys. Bringing in Nikita Gusev from Vegas. Vegas needed the cap room. They've been struggling with cap for most of the most of last season well, and this offseason. Most of their existence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and he also brought in Simmons, but you, I don't know yeah. if that's as notable. No, yeah, he's another like, veteran. He, yeah, he's, yeah, he'll be good for it's, the, it's uh, the younger lineup. guys. Which I think they need. You need players to take over spots. And then um, Sean Hayden from Chicago, they gave up a young forward to get him. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest one was drafting Jack Hughes, mm-hmm. who has looked awesome in the preseason, like we said in the open. Yeah. He has showed what he's been able to do. I still am a little jealous. I kind of wanted him. He would have been awesome here. Yeah. But not even a couple weeks into the Rangers-Devils rivalry. He's already scored off of Lundqvist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, he won't be here much longer. Even before the draft or the lottery, we're talking about, you know, Rangers wanted to take him for a long time because, I mean, he's an, he's an All-American kid. Yeah. Um, he's he's the kind of kid who – he has personality, but um, I think in, in the long run, Capococco is going to be a better pick for the Rangers. He's also a better person. Maturity. Yeah. I remember you telling me something about him and his uh, – his, Jack, his Jack Hughes reminds me of the situation with Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel was the kind of guy who, even though he had all this talent, he was a diva. I mean, I, th- I think New Jersey is, is fit for this because they bring in guys like P.K. Subban. Mm-hmm. But Jack Hughes is the kind of a guy who has personality off the ice, but maybe not the kind of personality. Too much personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not the kind of personality you're looking for. And especially when a young player, it just makes, him look like, this makes you look bad after you being selected first, first overall. Right. It just makes the Rangers look better because they – and listen, down, down the stretch – I think we said in the beginning that Kako will meet expectations with him. Mm-hmm. And down the stretch, if this proves to be – if he proves out to be a bad person, it's going to make the Devils look bad. Mm-hmm. And that they, they missed on Kako. As if they don't look bad already. It's just a bunch of jerks. We always think team. they look bad. <laughs> it's a bunch of jerks. Like the jerks at the Pebble, too. I'm going to even go there. Pebble. I don't know. <laughs> I hate that place. Oh the last time they had a first overall section was in 2017. Nico, Heesher. Selected. Still need to see more from him this year. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that's going to be interesting, the two of them, because uh, now you're looking at two potential first-line centers trying to fight for that for that number one spot. Um, two first overall draft picks. <laughs> it's in, not in even center. a fight. It's, it's Jack Hughes. I, I think it has to be Jack Listen, Hughes. Listen, he's had enough time to, yeah. to claim it. Yeah. yeah. If he hasn't done it by now, 
Let's yeah. let the young kid play with him. I think Hiche needs to just show up this season. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, then it's it's going to spell a lot of trouble for the Devils. Could you see him moving to like a wing spot to make room for Hughes? Or is that... I could see that, but um, at this point, when they have Hall and Palmieri, you know, taking up those those really top, no room. top two wings, there's not a lot of room for him to. Do you think Hall's going to stay? I don't. That's another question yeah. mark this year is Hall. Yeah. I, 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 I listen. He he didn't play a lot last year. You need to see a little more from Hall. Injury riddled. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Devils game. have done the most they can do at this point to keep Hall there. They bring in guys like Subban, they draft Hughes, they're bringing a lot of talent onto the team. But I mean, it's it's really up to how they perform the season. If if they don't make the playoffs, I think that's going to be it for Hall in New Jersey. Listen, they're going to be an interesting team to watch because now there's their jobs on the line with Hall. Absolutely. And when the Devils made the trade, it looked like a genius uh, genius trade. And back in 2017. <laughs> oh my God. They he had they had an awesome season in 2017 when they went to the playoffs and that's the big step back when he was hurt. Right. But you know I can see them sneaking in a little. I can see them sneaking into the playoff spot along with the Rangers. They're a little bit more of a long shot, but I can see the Devils sneaking in here. I, th- I think the I de- think they're a top team in the Metro Division. Yeah, the Devils. Well, the Metro Division is awful to begin they're with. They're a top yeah. team. I think I, that I think the Devils have a lot to prove over, over just the next few years because they've made. I mean, excellent moves. Bring in Hall for for Larson, a one one on one trade, which I mean, the Oilers are gonna cry about for the rest of their lives. But um, <laughs> I, I think the Devils as a team has a lot to prove because if they can't succeed this season, I don't think they'll be able to succeed in the long run that, without Hall. That's an iconic tweet, you know. It's really? one for one. Yeah, Hall to New Jersey. I think NHL NHL Twitter and, and hockey Twitter in general. I think that's gonna be more or less forever. Yeah, and it's that's gonna yeah, it's gonna be in the books forever. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to the Devils? I don't, I don't want to talk about them. Yeah, me neither. They, they, they bother me. <laughs> so let's go to some of the top free agents from this offseason. I only have a couple because we are running out of time. We're on a little bit of a time watch. So Matt Duchesne to the Predators, seven years, $56 million. And uh, this is a guy Ottawa got a first-round pick for. What yeah. do you guys see from uh, this improvement from Nashville? I think it's, it's a great idea. Um, you're bringing in a guy who has a lot of talent, a lot of shape to that top six. You have uh, Philip Forsberg up there, Matt Duchesne, uh, Johansson. Is Johansson with, uh, with the Predators? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, um, no he, he went to the Sabres, two years, nine million. No, uh, Ryan. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, that's right. Yeah, but um, I, I think, I think uh, Nashville still has a lot to prove. Um, I mean, they got to the finals, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, I think they can make it back there again. They're still and, a playoff team. Yeah. And they're only getting older. The time is running. Yeah. They need to step on it fast. Like, mm-hmm. like you could say the, the the Lightning are a couple years behind them, but time's running out for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is this is their uh, do or die season. These next two seasons. Number two, an up up and coming team, the Dallas Stars, getting Joe Pavelski, three years, twenty one million. I kind of I, did. You guys see him going back to uh, no. San Jose? No, no I, didn't. I didn't see it either. No. He, he was. Not he looked like he hated it there, mm-hmm. and they the they they didn't. <sighs> It, they didn't give him much. It to bo- work no, with. it just bothers me because they don't give him much to work with, and the team that had so high expectations wasn't able to perform. Right, you can only feel bad for him. He's getting up there in age, and you know maybe now it'll be a little better. You know, he, uh, behind All Star season mm-hmm. with um, uh, Ben Bishop, and now a new and improved Stars team. They're uh, they're they're, they're I, a think, they're, I think they're a top team in the Central. They are. Why is Colorado still in the Stars? Right? No, he's in uh, Minnesota now. Okay. That's another big free agent signing. Minnesota Kuzuk. taking Zuccarello. Yeah, uh, five years, they thirty million. Enough. My I old don't friend, think they have enough. Minnesota will never have enough. Mm. I think with with the contracts of uh, Suter and Parisi, 
I don't. I don't think they succeed. For that's a long that's time. what worries me. I think they're gonna uh, listen. There's no I was a big Zook fan. They have they have them signed into their forties. There, I don't think there is a single way either of them are, are released from that team. Suter still looks like a top player, but Parise is declining quick, and that that contract looks worse and worse every day. It's awful. Um, Corey Perry back to the Ducks one year, one point five million. Uh, maybe a trade target towards the end of the season. Potentially, they're kind of Corey taking Perry, a step back. Corey Perry in general, I think uh, he's becoming a third, fourth liner for, mm-hmm. for any team. Um, he's a fill-in veteran. Uh, he's a proven goal scorer. If you need him to be there, he'll he'll definitely be there in in you know spots where they need somebody to, to step up, a veteran. Hold but on. um, Sorry. the Ducks in general need something because they need a whole revamp because their team is taking a hit. Don't be sorry. Isn't Corey Perry on the Stars? No. Ducks. Am I okay? Oh, is he in the stars? I think you're all yeah, crazy. He yes, he is. He's on the stars. Yeah. You got what's it called? Oh yeah, he did, yeah, he signed with the stars. My notes are wrong. All right. Well, wow. I, anyway, look at that. Well, Corey Perry will still be a third, fourth liner for the stars. Not, not the first time. But uh, yeah, the Ducks are still oh, in the best. Oh, they signed place. Delzato. Ooh, Michael Delzato. Ducks, yes. Everybody he was in Philadelphia is. last year, right? Yes. Yeah. I think Delzato is just kind of that uh, fifth, sixth defenseman that just gets. He's there to be league. there. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he's. You know, everybody's that, just, and that's oh no, he was on um he actually won the cup with a uh, St. Louis last year. Oh, he was on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good for him. I remember his days back with the Rangers. He was pretty good. Um, Don't pay attention to him. He touched it before. Robin Leonard to the Blackhawks, one year, five million. <sighs> Such a team-friendly contract. Again, I don't understand why the Islanders couldn't bring him back for $5 million. It still baffles me that they couldn't do that. I'm assuming he's Chicago gonna, he's is going to have a great year with Leonard, I think. I don't know. I think he's going to turn back mediocrity. I, I mean, without I think trots, it was, I think without trots, trots, maybe. I mean, but think. think about what he's learned there with trots. I think, I think he still has, I mean, almost Vesna potential in any season going on now. If, if he shows he doesn't regress with Chicago... I think he's still going to be a top goaltender for the league, but um, I, I think just the West in general has a lot of competition because mm-hmm. uh, when you when you're in a division with the guys like the Stars who have shown they are ready to play with bringing back Pavelski, bringing in Pavelski, Corey Perry, uh, Ben Bishop is looking like an absolute stud. Uh, I, I think they have a lot to prove Chicago in in, in terms of you know where are they going from here. And, uh, and Kane are getting older. Do you want to get to two more? Marcus Johansson to the Sabres for two years, $9 million. I like what the Sabres are doing up there. they uh, got a couple young pieces to work around, and in a couple of years, I see them being cup contenders. I, I hope they are, because at this point, their their franchise is on the line. They've been yeah, awful they've, for oh, yeah. years. They've been mediocrity and awful Definitely. For, for a decade now. And uh-huh. I don't think if, if, they, if they don't step it up, it's going to look bad in Buffalo. And then Gustav Nyquist to Columbus, four years, $22 million, Kind of just that doesn't change for Panarin. That doesn't change how mediocre they're going to be but with the losses of... Uh, Bobrovsky and Panarin. And yeah. Panarin. Uh-huh. They're going to start Corpusalo. Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even talk about uh, Bobrovsky. He went to the Panthers, seven years, $70 million. Big, Pan- Panthers big Pan- one for the Panthers. Panthers are, Panthers are a cup contender. I've heard it here first. Listen, can you imagine a cup down in South Florida? How Jeez. awesome that would be? Yeah, that would be cool. So I think everyone celebrated on the streets of Miami. Yeah, That'd be awesome. I, I, I'd go. I, We're gonna I, book I, our tickets. Yeah, <laughs> sounds that sounds fun. I mean, they got guys like Aaron Ekblad. Uh, what's that guy? Bukestad, Huberdeau. They they've got a good core. They bring a, a, an elite goaltender after Luongo retires. I, I think Cup Contenders doesn't even begin to put a spell on it. It's going to be a very interesting rival to rivalry to watch this season between Tampa and the Panthers. And then just to finish off our local teams before we get to two other points, uh, over-unders. Mm. 
So I explained to you guys how this works before. So now we can go right into it. We'll start with me. Uh, let me read them out first. The Devils are 89. Uh, these are points. Devils over-unders 89. Islanders 92.5. Rangers 88. Start with the Devils. I think the Devils isn't over. Okay. I think they're Call way me over. crazy. I like them as an I over. think they're way over. I think no, they're I'm a sleeper team. I like them. I can see them in the in the, in the, in the I, have item 90, I have 99. 89, you said? I, th- I think I think they reached ninety five to ninety nine. I can see, I can see them getting in the in the mid to high nineties. Islanders team in that division. Islanders ninety two and a half. I say ninety five. Uh, Where were the Islanders last year? One hundred two. One hundred. They were yeah, one hundred two. I can see them low ninety. Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take the under. I think. Ninety two and a half. Ninety two and a half. I would I would I would say that's exactly where I would want them. Like at around ninety. Yeah, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna under. take the under. Yeah. I'll say ninety four ninety five. Really hurts them honestly. What do you say, Nick? Their loss of goalie really hurts them. Honestly. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go under. All right, then Rangers 88. I like 88. I want to go under. It's a good number. I, I hope they go under. I say honest. I say 84. Uh yeah, I can see that. I think they're gonna th- go. <clears throat> excuse me. They have the mix. The Rangers go don't have anything to prove in terms of standing this year. Um, just getting those players. You just up. need them to be there. Yeah. They can't be mm-hmm. on the bottom. They need to just don't be off. Be right there. They can be a bubble team. They yeah. don't, like Montreal last year. You don't have to make the playoffs. You just need to they show need to, up. They mm-hmm. need to be there. They need I, to add on. Then they'll get better. I can say over. Like, comfortably, I could say over. And I can see Chris Kreider being traded if they're not. If they're kind of. If they're if, out of it mid season. If they're out of the bubble, Chris Kreider is one of the first to go. Realistically, what do you get for Chris Kreider? At, first. At a trade deadline situation. I would say a first and a prospect, like I a guess, significant I, prospect. Oh, I definitely agree with you guys. I think a, a place like uh, I'm not like sure Chris if Kreider? Nashville has the yeah really uh, Chris Kreider is Chris a, definitely good. a top six winger. I okay. think if if Nashville is the kind of place that has that cap, I could see Kreider going to a place like Nashville for a first and possibly a prospect like Eli Tolvanen. He's a, an excellent prospect out of Nashville, right. and uh, I, I think without a doubt. Chris Kreider in a trade at the trade deadline can absolutely fetch a lot. He has a de- definitely has a lot of value. And then before we get to the um, the current situation with the NFL and salary cap, <laughs> let's call it the Edmonton Oilers for a second, oh. who have been major disappointments for the past couple of years and the complete waste of talent with a generational player that you'll never ever have again. They got to step up. No, they it's time. Me, they remind I, me of the LA Angels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The two teams have have something in common. They they try they try to support their generational players. It is ends up either getting hurt or everyone fails. Yeah, it's, there's no in between with them. I th- I think I think uh, I mean I would I would say the Angels have more promise. Edmonton Oilers are the kind of team. Peter Chiarelli, the their GM, is an absolute goon. I mean, this is the kind of guy who is who's not going to do. I, he had so much promise going going into this team. He, you have guys like like uh, McDavid and, and uh, Puljujarvi. You have a young core who is ready to fight for a position. And and don't they also have Drysaddle? They have Drysaddle. Yeah, what Dreisaitl. the hell? They have that they had is, an awesome year last year. That is like a why uh, do they refuse to win? Malkin. Uh, I mean, who was their goalie last year? It was a uh, Talbot. Wasn't Talbot. It? Yeah. It, is he good? Yeah, Talbot's, but he got Talbot's traded. A good goalie, but their defense What's going is on? He went to like Carolina. Well, who's their Who's yeah, their starting goalie right now? Didn't they Did they sign Mike Smith? I, th- I think they signed. Mike I think Smith. they did too. I would have to check, but uh, right, while you guys do that, yeah, Mike Smith. There you go. They got Miko Kiskinen back too. Miko Koskinen looks like a good kid. Um, yeah. he was they have all year. this. 
They have, all this they talent. have it. They have the they talent. Have, they they can't the win. They have it. What is wrong with them? What is wrong? Is it the coaching? Is it just the, is it the moves they make? Or Do they all hate each other? Lousy? It's because of Chirelli. What is wrong? Let's, let's take a look at their team right now. So they have James Neal. James Neal is a kind of James guy. Neal. That's perfect they, for that. They, He's they, perfect. They, so they get rid of Lucic. They trade him for James Neal, which I think was a decent deal. I mean, James Neal still has that's great. A little bit to prove. I would league. much rather have Benoit Pouliot, uh, Kyra Nygaard, Shahan. Good left wing. I mean, not bad. What are they doing? I mean, it's, it's not horrible. They have I can't Con- their center is it pisses me off. Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl. <laughs> Ryan, ah! Ryan Nugent Hopkins, <laughs> Sam Gagne, Marcus Granlin, Kyle Brodziak, and this uh, young kid, Colby Cave. But do you see the amount of talent on this roster? Good grief! The right wing, I could see where they could turn off a little bit. Uh, Chiasin, Cassian, uh, Archie. Okay, but you, you, you think someone else would step up and, you know, take uh, and, 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 and you at least uh, no. make up for the right winger? <sighs> for the entire team to fail like they have? I think what's sad, though, their defense is... Because they lack a right winger? Really? Bad. How? I, I think where where I think when it started was when they traded away Hall that one for the deal. What's de- that happen? Everything's falling out of control. I think their defense now is Clefbaum, Larson, Russell, Nurse, Sakara, and Manning. That is a defense that should be fine. But ultimately, Adam Larson is not a top two defenseman, especially for the Oilers. When you have such an, a talented offensive there. line and the center depth. There's no way you you can have a defense like this and and, and not succeed. It's like at, at a, the minimum. What's going on in Colorado? Colorado. They have the best first line I've ever oh, they're, seen. They're going to be. Good. I've they're never gonna be, seen. They're going to be fine. That's this another year. problem. First in the first in the West. You'll see. I th- I, th- I think another problem with Central, that. Whatever. Miko Rantanen is an RFA. Still won't sign. I think. <sighs> I think the state of RFAs in this league is horrible. Yeah. The, Tony D'Angelo, he's he has no no no, no leverage whatsoever. They should have no right to hold out, especially Tony D'Angelo. I mean, good grief! It makes each other the, the RFA's look make the entire league look like a bunch of goons. Because what what are they supposed to do? They have no leverage whatsoever. They they are bound to their teams. If right. they don't sign the contracts, they're not playing with their teams. The only thing Just they're doing for the themselves team. is oh, you losing money. Big. And and somehow they they hold out and try to get more money. And it's a good thing you guys brought that up because I'm going to calm everyone down. Well, you might get wrong. Colorado lost to uh, Carl down. Soderberg. I forgot about that. Yeah, I still expect them to be fine this year. I mean, they have loads of talent. He, he went to Arizona, right? They lost yeah. Varlamov, but I say that's a good that's, thing. That's another thing. Arizona's Arizona's going to be really starting uh, goalie. Kessel goes to Arizona. Soderberg goes to Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Watch Arizona be oh, like a sleeper. Bit. I love Arizona Absolutely. this year. Really? I love them. Arizona, you see all the small market uh, hot teams like Arizona, Arizona Florida. Florida. Is their goalie oh going to be gosh. back? Uh, Gra- Ranta. 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 Yeah, I think he's back. back no, it's not Ranta. It's uh, that young guy. No, it's right. the <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What the hell's his name? They got, I think they have Ranta. Cumper. Darcy Cumper. Oh, yeah. Darcy Cumper. Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, he was on the Canadians, I think, for a while. Right. He's all right, but he's a backup. Auntie Ranta really, yeah. really did well last year. Uh-huh. He's, he's a, one of the top goalies in the league at this point. All right, so... Since we're running out of time, I want to get into our last subject. The end, the state of the NHL, particularly the salary cap. So we're do, we're deemed. Uh, I mean, we're we're just waiting for this lockout to happen. Mm-hmm. You have the salary cap going down, and the expectations that pl- uh, the the player expectations for money going up. Yeah, not necessarily a good thing. No, and. It's a matter. I don't know when. I don't know when this. I know they just stopped talking about the CBA a couple of days ago or, yeah. or last week or so. I don't know when it's up, 
But when it does, I think we're going to have a little bit of a problem. So the NHLPA and the NHL itself are in a bit of like a, a hold right now. They okay. can't they can't really figure out a deal for the CBA. Um, and I don't think anything significant is going to happen for a while. They want to they want to continue the deal with the CBA to, to keep the players under contract, things like that. But over time, I don't think this is going to hold out. I see 2022-2023 being a lockout season because if they can't figure the this out. The entire year? I, I, honestly, yes. It's that bad. If they don't find a way to adjust the salary cap, adjust these player deals, I don't I don't see the NHL six, you know being able to, to hold a season at that point because there's going to be a lot of unrest in the league, which is uh, upsetting because, uh, I mean, nobody wants to see hockey go away. And especially for a full year like that, it's not good for the sport, especially a sport that's trying to grow itself and you know trying to appeal to the American person. And like you said to me a couple times out the air, they're not doing a great job with it, with their uh, with their marketing. Yeah, um, the NHL marketing. I mean, I think their deals with uh, even third parties. Uh, like, I mean, we all play uh, like the NHL games. Uh, yeah. EA NHL. Um, it's it's fun to play, but um, when they when they sign deals with 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 companies like this to to market, basically, it's basically a marketing program. Um, you put guys like Austin Matthews on the cover of the, of the game, and you promote guys like Austin Matthews, PK Subban. I mean, they're personalities, but they're not faces of the league. They and they won't. They haven't been for a while. And that's what you need to do. They they, they have guys as as much as I hate to say. It, you put guys like Crosby, and you put guys like Ovechkin, even though they're old, they are faces of the league for for sure. Henrik Lundqvist, like like, like Austin Matthews. No, nope. <laughs> prior to the past two years, nobody has talked about Austin Matthews other than as a He's been on a crap team that's been choking in the playoffs against Boston forever. I personally if, believe that Mitch Marner was talked more about than Austin Matthews, oh, yeah. honestly. Well, I, this offseason especially. Marner's, yeah, you got to get deal. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's down in Carolina now, right? No, no, he's in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, he, they resigned yeah, him. He was a restricted free agent. I, that's another deal with that. I mean, restricted free agents, again, I mean, they don't, they don't have any leverage, but somehow they, they keep holding out. You saw guys with uh, Lemieux and, and D'Angelo. It just it brings down the team. Well, dude, the only one that deserves like twenty million a year is like McDavid. McDavid. He's the only one, in right. my opinion. The hockey players. No, nah, I think Ovechkin. Oh, okay. Well, I think he's, he's getting up so there in age. Ovechkin's what 30, 34, 35? 30, yeah. 35. Yeah, I, he's he's said multiple times he wants to come back to the to the to the Capitals, play another few seasons, and, and like beat Gretzky's. And records. he'll take less money. He, 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 I, I believe he is on pace to beat the all time goals record. Yeah, by Gretzky. If if he plays another three to four seasons with and, and keeping up his record, he will definitely right. be there. But mm-hmm. I don't know if the Capitals really want to bring him back at that point because I mean he's going to be. In his late thirties. I mean, I personally I would mm-hmm. like even at this age, he's still producing well. He's still getting like fifty goal seasons. Absolutely, he's, yeah. I, he's like, he's still a top performer in the league, but it's it's a question of how long can he maintain that before his body gives out. I mean, you saw Yager play until he was what he's like forty two now. Yeah. He's playing in the KHL now, but it, it hockey is a very intensive sport, and. Uh, Guys in this league hit their prime in, the, in around around thirty yeah. and a little bit younger, and Ovechkin's been maintaining that for a long time. But it's it's a question of how long. I agree. Who I mean, do you think is the top team in the Metro Division? Would you say it's still the Caps? Yes, I would have to go with the Caps. Okay, the, right. the Penguins were toxic with with Phil Kessel, but losing them still is is not good for them. Right. All right. Mm. All right. So I'm afraid we're running out of time. Uh, 
we have our ho- we have our ho- uh, fantasy hockey draft to get to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do have like to thank you guys for joining me today. Of course, we made it thirty five minutes Great talking about <laughs> state. Of, sorry, my state of the NHL. So um, <laughs> I'd love to talk more about hockey every two and a half, two three weeks. Absolutely. This is very fun. Back. I like this. We yeah. Get better as we go. But uh, thank you guys. So me and probably me just this week. <laughs> We got, we got, <laughs> ba- we got ba- baseball uh, postseason coming up. So I'm da- uh, I'm Morales, Davin, Mascarella, Jenner Romano. We're out.